Hey, it's Jed Hearn, host of Wizards, Warriors, and Words. If you're enjoying the writing advice on this show, you might like my new podcast, The Jed Hearn Show, where every week I share the best fantasy writing advice that I've learned from publishing three fantasy novels and a best-selling video game. There's over 12 episodes that you can listen to right away, including my top 10 fantasy books of all time, how to make fantasy names that don't suck, two rules that make writing effortless, and my complete summaries of Brandon Sanderson's and Neil Gaiman's writing classes, and much more. Check it out by searching for The Jed Hearn Show in your podcast app. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Wizards, Warriors, and Words, a fantasy writing advice podcast. If you'd like to unlock bonus content and also help the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash wizards warriors words to learn more. You can also find this link in the show notes. And a huge thank you to all our current Patreons. You're awesome. And a special shout out to our latest Patreon, Bender. Thank you for supporting the show. Hello and welcome to Wizards, Warriors and Words, a fantasy writing advice podcast. I'm Jed Hearn, author of The Thunder Heist, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, starting with Rob. I'm Rob Hayes, author of uh, Along the Razor's Edge and the War Eternal series. Dirk. I'm Dirk Ashton, author of the Paternus Trilogy. I am Michael R. Fletcher, author of Blackstone Heart and stuff, things. I love that black cover you've got behind you. Yes, it looks beautiful. Mike has like a special edition matte black cover of Blackstone Heart, and yeah, it looks. It's a hardback too. Yeah, yeah. I actually I I had to go back to Felix after I made several (laughs) attempts at doing that, and I just went back on my hands and knees and was like, "I have money, help me." (laughs) (laughs) And he actually, this is not the same cover. It's not just a matte black version of the same cover. It's actually different art the uh tower and stuff in the background is different he uh yeah felix the font is, a is different guy. yeah yep. felix is felix is awesome wizard we will yeah. have him on one day for sure he did our for listeners who may not be aware he did our podcast artwork so if you like that for free yeah i know <laughs> <He did> crazy <laughs> he did the uh felix did the uh interior piece for the special edition of wrath of gods my book too for that kickstarter which just closed last week as you're listening to this. Although as we're recording it, it's still live. So who knows how it goes. Um, we might not also have does all the... of my artwork because I don't go anywhere else anymore. Yeah. I love him so much. I just, I, whenever I write a new book, I just wander over to Felix and go, make it pretty. <laughs> no, actually, uh, Felix, Felix did, the, did the artwork for book two. Um, 
Book three, the artwork will be done by John Anthony Di Giovanni, who did all the covers for Paternus and did uh, the sub the sub press um, edition of A Little Hatred. So he's moving on to the big time. Oh, Anthony is is good, but holy yeah. crap, is he expensive? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, and he's get he deserves. I I believe artists deserve everything oh, yeah. they can get. Yeah. But it sure was nice when it was just you and me using him, wasn't it? Yeah. And then you'd be like, yeah. yeah, yeah just, this is the fear. I'm worried Felix is going to go that way to oh, the point he where he's just like, he he's is. so big, I can't Mike, afford him. Mike even told me after I saw The Ghost of Tomorrow and I was rebranding the covers, uh, the, for, the cover for the first book, I, I got all, Mike, who is that? I'm not telling. <laughs> <laughs> he was like i'm not telling you you can't steal him because michael was the only, mike was the only one using him because they're actually somewhat related i believe yeah he oh who is he he is my wife's brother's wife's <laughs> nephew mm -hmm. yeah so we're probably so. equally related to this person then with that pretty much <laughs> connection but, but i mean um, like i i I have been in the same house. We've had like meals together. Okay. And at, at some point I was talking about cover art and someone was like, oh, you should get Anthony to do it. And I'm like, who the fuck is Anthony? And they're like, <laughs> that guy right there. Uh, like, see, ah. and he, you know, and I asked him and he said, I, I actually go by John. I kind of screwed up on my site. And I was like, okay. But then Michael, who's related to him, calls him Anthony. So everybody like, calls, uh, everyone in the family calls him Anthony. I don't know what's going on there. I, Beats yeah. me. I, I finally just asked him straight out and he told me call him John hmm. uh, to be honest it, it happens for the first we're going to try to get we're going to try to get we're actually going to try to get him and uh Mike him and Felix onto a uh, yeah absolutely for like a cover maybe, thing maybe 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 uh Penn Astridge actually would be great mm. too mm. yeah right um yeah definitely put that down for a future episode uh yeah so today's episode uh is going to be all about querying and uh, submitting books to agents and publishers. So we all have slightly different uh, sort of levels of experience with this. Um, I've not uh, had a successful query for a novel, but I have had a successful query for my interactive fiction game that I'm writing for Choice of Games at the moment. Um, so I'll talk a bit more nice. about that later. But uh, Rob and, and Mike and Dirk, do any of you want to kick things off to start with? Uh, sure I, I can i can say i am extremely i have experience with uh pitching agents a uh, fair amount of successful experience mm -hmm. uh which didn't necessarily lead to you know published novels uh but I one had, did one did uh so my first agent was cameron mcclure over at the donald mass uh agency she's for real uh, my second, the second time I pitched books, uh, I landed Ian Drury over at uh, Shield Land in the UK. Uh, but I also had, uh, I actually had a choice of agents at that time because I pitched, I think I pitched three agents and all three came back uh, with, you know, like with interest. Um, none of it, you know, nothing happened, came of it. But uh, so that's just sort of my background. Uh, do you want me to, should I just sort of go into like my philosophy on how to pitch agents? Because sure. it's a little, yeah. I think, different than what everyone says and what everyone is told. So people write uh, queries, synopses, uh, you know, their pitches. Um, and a, what I keep seeing is writers hate writing a synopsis because it's super boring, right? That's because you're doing it wrong. 
Um, at every single stage, the point of what you're doing isn't to summarize anything. It is to sell your book. Mm -hmm. So if you go into it, say, trying to sell your book, ignore reality, ignore the truth, ignore what your book is actually about. No, no, I'm like, I'm not kidding. No, I you, agree. You, yeah. you write something that's awesome and that sounds amazing. And because if you can't write two pages that sound really cool, then why would they think you can write a book? So write your two pages of, holy shit, this is awesome. This sounds like a, an amazing thing. That gets your foot in the door. That gets you uh, requests for complete manuscripts. Um, and the cool thing is these people get so many books, so many submissions. By the time they actually read your full manuscript, they've totally forgotten how bullshit your pitch was and how they're totally unrelated. It, it just, it, honestly, it doesn't matter. I do this every time. You know, like there, there are similarities between the pitch, the synopsis and the actual book, but like, it's all spun to sound like cool. And it's all the feelings and, oh, this is, I call it Michael Baying the shit out of your book. So yeah. treat your book like a Michael Bay movie and yep. pitch it like that. Yeah. I heard somebody describe it as, as, you know, you've got, you've got your grand opera, your, your grand, you know, huge symphony that you've written turn it into a pop song um that's what you need to do for your synopsis Ooh, catchy hooks catchy hooks repeated stuff you know yeah. get in get out uh one thing though that that i hear people ask all the time and that that's most frightening early on is people don't i mean early writers who in the hell do i pitch i mean people talk about queries and going to agents where do i find them how do I weed them down? How many do I send? How do I, how do I even find agents? How did you find them, Mike? Uh, actually, oh, what the hell is his name? There's a Canadian science fiction author, um, Gapping. Uh, he's like the only famous Canadian science fiction author. Uh, oh, shit. I've got a couple of his books somewhere. Uh, Humanoid or something. Anyway. Um, he's got a site where he talks about pitching agents and stuff. Uh, and there's like literally, and this was back in 2009, 2010 that I first found this, mm -hmm. um, where he just lists agents. Uh, but the thing to do is if find an agent who is either in New York or in London, in the UK. Mm -hmm. And if they're not in one of those two cities, basically don't bother pitching them. Uh, search them out. If you don't recognize a single author and on their, their list, like then it's probably not really worth pitching them. Um, read the acknowledgements in all your favorite books. And if you see somebody thanking their agent, uh, which they almost always do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good, that's a, that's a there's good also the literary, there's also the literary guides, you know, you can, you yeah. can order oh, yeah. these guides or get subscription to these guides and they'll explain who's accepting queries and who's not. And, um, one thing, follow their guidelines. If oh, they yeah. want something in a certain font, a certain length, uh, that covers a certain amount of information, just fucking do it. Don't yeah. try to be different. Don't ignore them absolutely follow their submission guidelines follow Mike, were the... you thinking of cory doctorow for famous canadian uh, no 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 it's not doctorow it's um 
my stupid old brain. Yeah, I can't. I totally can't remember. Okay, no worries. Yeah, there's plenty of there's plenty of guides online. We're about halfway through this episode as well, just for for time. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely follow their follow their submission guidelines. Like to hopefully make Rob's life easier. Rob runs a self published fantasy list where authors can submit books to them as they're coming out and uh yeah there are a lot of people who make life annoying for rob by not following his guidelines when he's submitting give and me you... the goodreads links and give me the release dates yes <laughs> and if you can imagine how much utter like crap rob is getting just from that that list like imagine what it would be like to be an agent getting hammered with like hundreds of queries every day mm-hmm. they don't care how good you are if you are not following their requirements. It's very understandable for them to just just toss it out. Yep. Um, yep. So follow those. It may feel annoying to have to change these little things about you, but remember, you're asking this person to give eight hours of their time to read the book and also to then spend hundreds of hours to represent you across the career. So it's it's worthwhile you actually you know following their guidelines and, and getting off to that that good start. Um, Rob, do you want to talk a little bit about your experience? Um, sure. I mean, I, I've, I've been querying agents technically since like 2012. It's been going out back a long time. Um, I used to find them on, there was a forum I used to uh, frequent um, and somebody had posted a list and there's probably still forums like this. And somebody posted a list of all sort of like the, the agents that fa- they had found who were uh, currently accepting fantasy submissions. So back when I was sort of releasing my debut trilogy, um, I pitched that to absolute loads of people. I, said, I'm, I think I, I sent it to about 20 odd agents and got just either ignored or rejections across the board. Um, so, but that was, that was a long time ago. And then like a few years ago, a couple of years ago, I, uh, I, I found, well, I, I, I wrote a book that I thought would possibly like be able to be traditionally published it was sort of I thought it was very good and all that lot. and uh, decided to pitch that to agents um, and then so I was looking around you know who was who was doing that again who was actually accepting them and I, I found John Gerald um, who uh, I recognized a load of the authors on his on his list of clients which is as you know Dirk and Michael saying is a absolute bonus if you if you know them if they're writing similar sort of things to you are there's a good chance that uh y- you know the that the agent will like your stuff as well um and in fact one of the things that i noticed about john jowd was he had originally represented uh john Gwynn mm-hmm. in the book that i wrote i thought I shares quite a few similarities with uh john Gwynn's faithful and the fallen um so i immediately thought aha i'll uh i'll have a have a look at him um, and uh, so I've followed his guidelines uh, and put the submission out to him. And then uh, just as I was looking at maybe approaching another agent, he got back to me and said, I want a full manuscript to send it to me. I was like, I was, it was hilarious. I was actually out walking the dog at the time and uh, my missus was about to go to work. And I got this email from uh, John saying, uh, I want the full manuscript. I just like rang my missus, just go, don't leave for work. I need a hug. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Nice. Um, so uh, nothing, nothing's come of it yet, but uh, you know, still fingers crossed. But he is, he is representing you now, though. He, yes, he is, and He's submitting to publishers. Yeah, yeah, putting it out. Yeah, so you have an agent. He I do. Also, I do he also uh, was the agent for Gareth Hanrahan 
uh, one of he my is. other favorite authors mm-hmm. as well. Uh, he author is now, of God yeah. of Prayer, which is a great book. Yep. And we've had yep. Gareth on our show as well. So you can go back and check out our episode with him. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you, uh, Rob, do you have anything else to, to, to mention with that? Oh, really? I mean, my yeah. it, it's, yeah, follow follow the, the guidelines. Like every agent who is accepting submissions will probably have a website with guidelines on how to yeah. submit, read through them, follow them. Um, and uh, then, you know, there's, there's a few other things. Okay, you, you're going to need like a little, a little, uh, elevate a pitch probably try and make that as, as good as possible you want they'll, they'll generally ask for your first three chapters maybe five chapters so you've got to make those as good as possible especially your first chapter because a lot of agents I think will probably read the first page and will know whether or not they want to just bin it they might mm-hmm. not, not know by then if they want to take you know take it any further but if they read the first page and they know that they want to bin it they're not going to read any more mm-hmm. yeah. And also so, they've seen so many books so they can, they can tell straight away what the caliber of your writing is like from that first impression. Exactly. But the other thing is don't get disheartened if you do get rejected. Yep. And that's a major one. For, for a start, it may just be that the book isn't right for them, but it may be right for another agent. Um, a, a lot of agents will say this to you. Like if you, even if you get a rejection, they'll be like, I didn't feel like this book was right for me, mm-hmm. but good luck in finding another agent, you know, finding someone else because like anybody, they are people and they have preferences, um, things that they like, things that they don't like, things that work for them. I mean, you know, you, they're just like you in the way that you might like this book that other people don't like, but then you might hate this book that other people love. So yeah, don't get disheartened just if 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 one agent comes back and says that this isn't for me. Absolutely. And especially as the, there's so many factors to take into account. It may be that the book wasn't right for them. It may be that they think the book is good, but it may not sell in the current traditional published market. They may just be representing someone who's wrote a, a book that's very similar and they don't want to compete. Um, exactly. And don't you know? Following on that, you know, like Mark Lawrence, I think submitted one and got an agent and got published. Um, and it's been like that for his career. Uh, and then for, for every one of those, there are thousands of Patrick Rothfuss and JK Rowling's, right? Who got rejected again and again and again and again and again. You know, name of yeah. the wind and Harry Keep Potter, going. right? So, you know. Just because also, you keep getting rejections doesn't mean it's not any good. <laughs> and you also have to take into account, um, John's told me this many times, in fact, um, the traditional publishing market is slow. Mm-hmm. Um, like if yeah. you, it, it's, it's easy to sit there and think, ah, well, even if I've got an agent and they've sent my book to a publisher, I'm expecting a callback within five hours to go, yes, we want your book. But no, oh. it could take years um before anything actually moves on it so. well and then once they express interest it can take uh six months to a year to negotiate get through the whole thing yep. and then it can take another two years once you get the green light to actually before two to three years before your book will ever hit the shelves ever yep. be released. so yeah. be prepared it's it's it can be a bit of a slog it's it's not a fast um process yeah so to close out this episode because we've only got a couple of minutes left but um I would say I'll, I'll talk like a little bit, some tips and then just about my choice of game stuff. Basically, yeah, once you've submitted, 
I think it's really important to find another project to work on to take your mind off it. Um, mm -hmm. So you're not just sitting there refreshing your email and waiting for them to get back and tell you that they're going to give you a million dollars for your book because that's a great <laughs> way to stress yourself out. Um, so yeah, have something else to work on while you're doing it. Uh, reach out to authors. You, you may or may not be comfortable doing this or not, but it's worthwhile. You know, if there's an agent who you're interested in, you can try to reach out to the author who is represented by that agent and just say, hey, I'm thinking of submitting to this agent. I was just wondering if you could let me know if you've had a good experience with them. Um, and most of the time, I think the majority of authors will probably be pretty happy to recommend their agent if they're doing a good job. Um, and if they don't, then that's probably a red flag that you should consider. Um, when it comes to, yeah, writing your synopsis and everything, have a look at, uh, there's websites out there that show you successful synopsis uh, and agent pitches like writer's digest has a good roundup that has like hundreds of successful query letters on there so you can have a look at what is working there um yeah try to you know emulate that structure one of the exercises i've been doing recently is writing down blurbs for really successful books by hand just to try to get myself into that mindset of learning how to pitch my books better so you can do the same thing with these successful queries and write them down by hand, you know, try to like internalize the structure of something that is, as Mike said, engaging, you know, really hooks them, really excites people who don't know about this thing. Um, and yeah, as, as to my experience with Across the Broken Stars, I queried that initially many, many years ago. Um, didn't really hear anything back from that. In hindsight, it's because I realized that I wasn't that good at writing query letters. And also it is this weird cross-genre sci-fi and also fantasy thing. So to some of the points we brought up today, sort of hard to find a place sort of in the traditional publishing genre for that. Um, Thunder Heist didn't query, just went straight to self-publishing for that. But uh, with the choice of games thing, I'm working on this interactive fiction game where you're essentially a fantasy story. You're in, in charge of this medieval city that's under siege and you have to defend it. Um, and with that, there was a very extensive pitching process to choice of games who are this game design company who produced these things. Before I submitted to them, I interviewed a couple of their authors on a different podcast on the Novel Analyst Show, because first of all, I really enjoyed their games. And second of all, I was super curious about their whole process um, with choice of games and applying to that and everything. Um, and one of those authors, uh, Kate Hartfield, gave me some really great feedback um, on you know what it was like submitting to choice of games. She even uh, like read over my pictures and actually gave me some edits for those before I submitted to them, which was incredible. Um, please don't expect every author to do that for you because that's certainly the exception, I think. Um, but yeah, if you kind of know people who've gone through the process and have done, and have done it before, they, they can be a really great, great guide for you. Um, and then, yeah, so for that, uh, basically, you know, sent it off to, to Kate. She gave me some thoughts on it tweaked my pictures, tweaked my synopsis and everything, sent it through. And then there were multiple rounds of submissions in terms of like, first of all, it was you had to send through a CV of your writing stuff. Then it was like pictures for game ideas. Then it was a synopsis for your game. Then it was an outline for your game. All up, it probably took maybe six months from starting my initial email to them to finally getting the contract and beginning to write. So yeah, as we've mentioned before, it's a slow process. Um, so don't be disheartened if it's, if it's taking you a really long time. Uh, and it was good because I was working on other stuff throughout that time. So it wasn't ever 
my sole obsession. Um, so yeah, I think to wrap this one up as we, as we close this episode out, um, have a look at what's worked before in terms of successful queries. You can find agents by looking uh, in the back of books that you quite enjoy, or there's a lot of lists out online that kind of um, give you agent contact details. Make sure you follow their guidelines. Can't stress that one enough. Um, Rob is not a shit out of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Make it Michael Bay. Awesome. As Michael Fletcher has said, um, instead of Michael Bay, awesome. Michael Fletcher. Awesome. Make that a thing. Fletcherize it. Fletcherize it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, while you're submitting, you know, have something else to work on so that you're not disappointed if it falls through because probability is it probably will fall through but uh yeah you just got to keep submitting um <laughs> yeah just to end this on a depressing yeah note. sorry and on a, on a be prepared <laughs> for failure because it's going to happen but the Entropy. thing is we will, will all die yeah you <laughs> uh see our chaos episode for more on that but the thing is you will probably at the time be so shocked that what you're writing isn't getting through because you think it's perfect but like looking back on those pictures for across the broken stars i look at it now and i'm like this is so sloppy. Like this is a really boring description of the book. I could do so much better than that. This, like if I went at it now. Um, so yeah, you know, you're, you're going to improve if you, if you keep at it and everything. So yeah, don't, don't necessarily feel bad about not, not getting through the first couple of times. Um, yeah, and even a landing an agent doesn't mean you're going to get a publishing deal. Exactly. Those books there behind me. So Blackstone Heart uh, and Smoke and Stone were both with a very good high-end agent. Neither of them sold. And uh, they're both doing rather well in the self-publishing world right now. Yeah. So, so failure isn't failure. It's just uh, the door to something else. Yep. Exactly. All right. Um, well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. And we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Thank you. And as we end this episode, thank you to our special high-tier Patreon, Daniel Henderson. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.